Hey everyone and welcome to our Wednesday special where today we will talk about what a Pro Scout does. Before we get into that, let me make sure to uh, tell you to check out all our previous Wednesday specials. A number of the topics we'll hit on today will have been covered in previous episodes including roster cutdowns, building practice squads, how a team operates, and uh, many things like that. So head back, check those out. I would also recommend you check out our Tuesday and Thursday audio scouting reports. Got uh, 20 or so players, talked about uh, Will Levis last week, uh, recently talked about Bijan Robinson. Tomorrow we will have another big time Big Ten player. So you can find all those episodes on iTunes or Podbean or by heading to my website rsafootball.com. You can find links for all the episodes on my Twitter as well, at RightStepADV. As always, leave me thoughts, comments, and notes on anything you would like to hear. Earlier this year, we did cover what area scouts do as they get on the road during the fall. With the love for the NFL draft, it was fun to pull back the curtain on some of the most unsung heroes of every team. So today, we will move over to the pro side and pull the curtain back on what pro scouts do. First, kind of a general overview. Uh, While area scouts focus on future draft prospects, Pro scouts focus on all things, you know, professional in the NFL as well as other leagues. From advanced scouting reports, free agency, current street free agency, practice squads, and other leagues, that's where we're going to focus our attention. While there are typically five to six area scouts per team and 10 to 15 total road area college scouts, Teams will typically have anywhere from you know one up to about four or five pro scouts uh, that will work with what is usually a pro scouting director or a director of personnel. Depending on the size of the pro, scu- pro scouting staff, a pro scout will res- be responsible for anywhere between you know five, six, maybe seven uh, NFL teams all the way up to 16 teams in the NFL. Uh, My first year as a pro scout, there was just me, one pro scout, and a pro director. Uh, That was uh, a full task where each of us basically had 16 teams in the league. A pro scout is going to read daily news, notes, keep track of rosters, and know the coaching staff and everything the roster is really doing up and down that year. If the opponent is on their schedule, they will have all the players evaluated prior to the game. If they are not on the schedule, these players will likely be written as the season goes and be completed by usually late January, maybe mid-February as that free agency time really gets going. By the time the season is done, nearly every player across the NFL will be evaluated by someone in the pro scouting department. So the best way to have a conversation, talk about a pro scout is, you know, just going through their schedule. And that's mostly going to be involved a season schedule Monday through Sunday. So here we go. We head back to training camp. So let's say for the sake of conversation, training camp and more notably, we'll say players are scheduled to report on the 21st of July. Just gives us kind of a time frame to start with. That usually means pro scouts are going to be getting into the building four to five days prior to that. Some teams will go a full week early to get everything prepped, but again, a few days prior to the players. They'll get their office set up, get into a routine, make sure they are all set with their 90-man roster so when players check in, they can help with any of the processes that need assistance. They will immediately start to look at their roster and talk about the focus points that the uh, the scouting staff will need to focus on during preseason practices and games. 
as we discussed on our roster special, 40 to 45 of those 53 roster spots are mostly accounted for. So there's really going to be a focus on the end of the roster competition battles, as well as closely monitoring who is on the street that could be brought in to be a part of that competition. In addition, they will likely split up uh, the two to three positions per scout to focus on during preseason games as they get closer to building their practice squad. Again, of those 16 practice squad players, you're probably talking about 10 to 12 of them you know want to be from your roster. It's about finding out where those other four to five are going to come from. Pro scouts will be at every practice and be attending multiple preseason games of both upcoming opponents and maybe just people they want to see across the league where their schedule works out for them. Uh, scouts that do have um, advances early in the year, really weeks one through three, they're likely going to be seeing their opponents at least once or twice during the preseason. When I was a pro scout, there were four preseason games, a little bit easier to get to two games. Now that there's just three games you're probably going to be at one to two of them. A day in the life of a pro scout is long during the preseason. Uh, one will typically work two to three weeks to start off training camp before getting an off day. Uh, again, you know, going back to my days, I believe there was a 27-day stretch one year that I uh, did something football-related that included travel days, which are a little bit more relaxing and unwind a little bit. But uh, getting into preseason games is always a welcome thing helps really get you into more of a schedule a pro scout will typically be in the building around 7 a.m not turn out the lights until you know at least 7 or 8 at night sometimes later depending on what the next day has in store once preseason games start then every player on the roster is evaluated on a nearly weekly basis based on their game film you want to identify those players that can be grabbed or cut if a trade were to come up. Again, that's when you're talking about players on other rosters. Always want to have your eyes on those guys as they're coming across. This is where college grades are really part of the priority positions as pro scouts take a look. If there are going to be some of those bubble guys that have good college grades, you're going to be putting extra eyes on those guys if there's a chance they could not make that initial 53. Those NFL draft grades will never leave these players. That's always something to keep in mind. A good college grade is always going to help a player have a chance longer term in the NFL. As preseason games roll along and players are evaluated and cut, pro scouts are going to be bringing in street free agents and those players that got cut. Um, it may be due to injury, due to roster turnover, maybe for a shortlist workout during the season. More on these types of workouts as we get into the season schedule. So, Preseason games have come and gone, prep for week one is coming up, and cut-down time has come and gone. Pro scouts can now get into their season schedule. Into the season, a pro scout has what you'd call a fairly routine schedule, as long as the team has a routine schedule. Again, that's a Sunday game. Uh, anytime you start getting into Thursdays, Monday nights, it's always going to be tweaked a little bit. Um, but again, we'll talk just for the sake of the conversation, Sunday games. Mondays are always going to be the longest day of the week after the team has played. They will always be part of a more in-depth evaluation of players from the game. These, of course, will be tracked throughout the season and will be a large part of the evaluation at the end of the year. If there are any injuries from the Sunday game, scouts are busy getting workouts lined up or deciding if there is urgency needing it to bring in a veteran bring in a shortlist player, or just talking about replacing them with a practice squad player. Again, as we discussed on our roster episode, depending on the team, the practice squad may be used to house these players to elevate, 
or a team may be, may be ready to bring in a veteran and add them to the 53. As workouts on Monday are finalized, travel arrangements are made, and all these guys that are going to be coming in for Tuesday workouts will be on planes or in cars on Monday night. In the building, coaches and players are doing their post-game evaluations in on Monday morning and then spending the afternoon and evening starting to get into the full game plan of the next week's opponent. This is when the scout that is in charge of the next week's advance is finalizing all aspects of their presentation on both personnel and tendencies the opponent may have. Depending on the time of a game on Sunday that the scout was at, they're either traveling Sunday night or Monday early morning and then are going to be in the building prepping. Either way, typically in the evening, that'd be Monday evening, the scout along with you know a lot of analytics people, possibly a personnel director um, for some teams, will present the upcoming team to the coaches. These will consist of a dive into the team's personnel, what the injury situation is from the game prior, basic personnel and tempo tendencies, and anything else of note that may be relevant for the team and the coaches to know. An advanced scouting report is vastly different for teams depending on the staff and what they ask of the scouts. Some will be heavy on scouts to uh, present a lot of different things. Others will ask the scouts not even to present a whole lot. Some teams want a lot of analytics a part of their work, uh, a part of their advanced scouting report. Others ask for almost none. Sometimes the offense will want a ton and the defense very little. And special teams, you just really never know. The biggest thing that dictates this is the trust factor between the coaches and the pro scouts. It is essential for this to be part of the process that there is trust between the two staffs because a coaching staff that loses trust in the pro department will ask for less in return. The dynamic is essential and you know you can always have kind of nuanced conversations with the way that works. I was a part of both ends and you know as the season went ups and downs depending on how the team was going and we can always have that conversation at some point. Monday night, advance is done. Whoever presented that advance breathes a sigh of relief and you know sometimes work moves on to the next advance, but Monday has a bow on it, on to Tuesday. Tuesday is typically a player off day, so other than rehab and treatment, many players will be in a limited time working on their iPads or on home video systems of game plan and prep. Again, some players will be in the building all day, some you may see for just a short time. Workout players that traveled in the night before will be going through physicals in the morning, typically very early in the morning. Uh, then we'll get to the building for what is usually a late morning workout. Pro scouts along with the relevant coaches and the GM will be there to attend and evaluate the workout. Again, depending on what the situation is, um, the workouts can be very different. Usually 20 to 30 minutes total, depending on what is being evaluated. Sometimes I've seen workouts even shorter. Once a decision is made on those players, the pro scouts are tasked with talking to each player and letting them know what decision has been made. These can be really tough conversations for every pro scout as every player that walks in the door wants the opportunity to join the squad. After those conversations, agents then have to be called to inform them of the decision. Then, depending on the roster move, a signing, a cut process, or other transactional procedure must take place. Uh, again, with agents, these can be really tough conversations. Again, an agent wants what's best for their player, wants them to get signed to the 53. Sometimes it's harder to give an agent a good reason other than, hey, we're just going a different direction. 
one of the worst things is always to uh, get an earful from an agent on a Tuesday when you have no part of the process. Agents always remember the pro scout calling you probably is not the one making the decision. Always be nice because you're going to be calling back the next week trying to get your guy in the workout. After uh, By early afternoon, that process is all done and scouts are probably back to film looking at either free agents or their upcoming advances. Um, Tuesday, again, with an off day, is a major film day. You get back in the afternoon and really start grinding. Wednesday, back to the routine. Film advances, paying attention to injuries and other news from around the league as practices have been happening, who worked out for other teams, and so on and so forth. Scouts will attend practice uh, for the most part, and by Wednesday evening, you can really start to see the light at the end of the tunnel on your busy week. Thursday, most scouts will begin to wind down the week just a little bit. Again, depending on if you have the advance the next week or not, you'll be continuing working through film or on any number of things, special projects, or monitoring your own team. Thursday is often a day where a scout may be able to make it home for dinner with their family and a time when scouts can really start to decompress from what is a wild and hectic Sunday through Wednesday process. Fridays, again, a little bit shorter days. Film prep, lots of planning for what is upcoming through the weekend and next week. But for many scouts, a mid-afternoon departure from the facility may allow them to spend time with their families or take care of other business. Saturdays, typically morning practices for most teams, especially if they're going to be traveling that afternoon. Scouts will be in the building for practice and then usually back out and back home by about noon or so, depending on their situation. If a scout is heading on the road for an advance the next week, they will typically get out on a flight by midday to early evening. My rule of thumb, something I always heard uh, veterans of the industry preach, never take the last flight out and never know what is going to happen. Always give yourself an option a little bit later. Sunday is game day, and for home games, scouts are going to be at the stadium usually maybe an hour and a half prior to the game. Watch warm-ups, get your notes set up, maybe take a peek at the other team, chat it up with any scouts on the other side you know. For scouts in advance, typically you're going to get there two. I was always there about three hours prior to the game. Make sure there is nothing you miss. See what you overhear in the press box. See who you have a chance to talk to. What a week. The weeks go fast, the season even faster, and this continues week after week. If your team is winning, it's a lot of fun. Always an upbeat building. Always fun to roll in on Monday after a win. When you are struggling, there are numerous issues you're going to run into and obstacles that must be overcome from negative attitudes to roster turnover to questions about your future. The home office can be both a great place and one of the worst places to be. If your team is good, by about week 15, you're going to start looking at potential playoff opponents and advanced scenarios. Um, if you're not very good, again, you're starting to look at the end-of-season evaluations, getting ready for what is hopefully a productive offseason. And you get through the season, and you're done. Into the offseason. January, now we're going to hop over from week to a month. January marks almost solely by evaluating your own team and prepping for free agency. Making sure all players that are free agents are written, as well as those players that may end up on the street. During this time, a team is likely looking at players that will be cut um, for any myriad out of reasons. Salary cap, just roster numbers, any number of things. Some teams will send pro scouts to all-star games. Again, that's going to vary across the league and team by team. 
February is largely spent hammering out free agent lists and narrowing in on the players that you want to go after. Um, again, nearly every player in the league has an update, up-to-date report by that point. Um, some teams will send their pro scouts to the combine for a little bit, which is at the end of February, or have them part of draft board meetings with their college scouts just to catch up on the college world. Pro scouts will also work through those surprise cuts that happen during February and potential salary cap casualties. Um, you get into March, finishing up free agency, possibly hosting free agents visits, in some cases helping cover pro days for college scouts as well. March is always nice for pro scouts, a little bit quieter month with a focus on the draft and a time where they can get out of the office a little bit earlier each evening. By April, you have gotten team needs for all the other 31 teams lined up and are working to anticipate what each team will likely be looking at in the draft based on their current roster. This is done, again, by reading news, looking at their roster, having conversations with anybody in the league that uh, you can have a conversation with, seeing where their biggest holes are and matching that up with what players have visited, done top 30 visits, uh, who has done interviews at the Combine, so on and so forth. Pro scouts must be just as ready on draft day as any college scout as a GM will sit and watch picks come off the board to any different teams in front of them. Pro scouts will be tasked with possibly managing an undrafted free agent position or prepping the local day in uh, early April, something that teams may or may not take advantage of. Draft comes and goes, the 90-man roster is set, and then it's a matter of getting through rookie minicamp, OTAs, and June minicamp. This is time largely spent evaluate, evaluating your own roster, continuing to prep and get things right for the uh, training camp coming up in July and making sure your team is in the right shape. Mid-June is a time circled on every calendar as once mandatory June minicamp comes and goes, most scouts will have about a month where they can completely unplug, stay away from the building and get all their time in wherever they choose to get it in. Before you know it, it's the middle of July again and time to start the process all over. There are scouts across the NFL that love and are built for being in the building and grind through, grinding through a week no matter the win or loss, while other scouts hate being in the building and love being on the road evaluating college players. There's no right or wrong, they're just different. Uh, big differences in the pro and college scouting staffs. There are definitely people that are built for one or the other. I did have the great privilege of being both a pro scout and a college scout, and there are, without questions, uh, what you would want to call positives and negatives about each. At the end of the day, the season is a grind, no matter whether you're on the road or in the building. It is a task for every scout to get through. Uh, so, that's a lot on pro scouts. Man, I love football, love talking about it, love scouting. Hopefully, you learned something about being a pro scout today. If anything comes to mind as we went through today that you have a question about, please let me know. would love to do a Q&A episode one of these days. Find me at RightStepADV on Twitter or head to RSAFootball.com. Send me a message there. We will be back tomorrow with a Buckeye to evaluate. Tune in to hear who and what I think of them. Make sure you check out ProFootballNetwork.com as I talk about a few more players this week with Aaron Wilson. The grind continues for both college and pro scouts. Keep watching football and keep scouting.